You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Hey, everyone, you are listening to another episode of the All Things Private Practice Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Casal, joined today by my good friend and colleague and now co-host and partner in a lot of my uh, upcoming endeavors, Jennifer Agee. And we are going to talk about the power of travel and experience and stepping out of your comfort zone and the retreat uh, boom that is happening in our industry and all of those things. So thank you so much for making the time and coming on. Absolutely. This is one of my favorite topics. So I'm, I'm glad we're getting to talk about it. Yeah, mine too. And I think for both of us, you know, something we've connected over is travel and our passion for experiencing new things and new places and new cultures and new foods. And I just get really excited when I start talking about this stuff. Like there's not a time where people ask me, what do you really love to do when I really have the answer? But once I started hosting retreats, in Ireland last year, I was like, oh, that's the answer. And I was really grateful to be a coach at your first retreat in Tennessee. And I want to just talk a little bit about why we're doing these things, because I think it's so much more than just saying like, we're doing retreats because it's a wonderful moneymaker and you get to travel while doing it. Like, yes, that can be true, but there is so much more to it. Absolutely. And I, I guess I would also say that one of the things I think we bonded over is um, we both like to go off the beaten path. So one of the things that is important for both of us with our retreats is that we find unique spaces and places that we ourselves would want to go. Like, you know, those, oh, how, like, holy cow, how did I end up in this situation kind of moments? Like, I live for that kind of stuff. Like, I don't need to go to the Applebee's of Spain. I want to go to a place where you walk away and you've had an experience with locals and you're like, holy crap, I can't believe this is my life right now. That is the stuff that really lights my internal world on fire. And really the passion behind retreats is I want, because it's so fun for me, I want other people to get to do it too. Yeah, I couldn't say it better myself. And although if I did find an Applebee's in Spain, I'd probably check it out just to see if it's as awful as it is here. Um, I love finding the local things, you know, and some of my friends will make fun of me for the way I travel because they're like, you don't travel like a tourist. And I don't. I, I just feel like connecting with people who are actually involved in their communities, who own their own small businesses, who are trying to make it work for themselves and their families and getting to see what they've created and supporting them. I, I really find that to be really wonderful and a great way to connect and a great way to make new friends and colleagues and Sometimes these are relationships that even last, you know, a lifetime where you are contacting them and calling them or WhatsApping them. I have a couple of those people in my life right now. And none of that would have been possible if we were like, all right, when we go to Ireland in March, we're going to stay in Dublin and we're going to do like all the touristy stuff in Ireland. And no, instead I had to research for hours and hours and hours until I found this like 
small, historic, locally forgotten village in the middle of nowhere. And it was just a wonderful experience. And some of those relationships with the venue hostess and the tour guide and the coffee shop owners are still relationships that I have today. And for me, that is what travel and experience is all about. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. And one of the reasons I think retreats are important for both of us is because getting that time away to be able to focus and be intentional in relationships and a new in a new place where your brain's then lighting up because you're having new experiences, it, it engages your creative mind. And I found that a lot of my growth has come from co- going to retreats or conferences or summits where I'm sitting around the table with people that I normally wouldn't ever be in my life. And I'm having interesting conversations and it's getting my my creativity going and getting my thoughts going. It's it's shaking up that part of me that just gets stuck in the status quo and starts to dream of what could be. And putting yourself in that intentional space and also getting a tax write-off for it, for me, it is like a winning combination of things. Yeah, it it's a perfect combination. And I've been at plenty of these conferences or retreats, and I can attest that Jennifer is always at a table surrounded by people talking with everybody. And I am much more introverted. So I'm like, I found one or two people that I've been talking to all week. Jen's like, I've made all of these connections. <laughs> um, and you're right. You know, it's a combination of travel and getting out of your comfort zone and stepping away from the day to day. And also it's an investment in yourself. And it's scary because some of these things cost a good amount of money. And to be able to put work on hold to go to something, because ultimately what I look at it as is even in the short term, if you're spending money to get there and to be a part of this experience, the long-term return on investment, because you put yourself in an environment that's outside of your comfort zone, where you had to say no to things in your life because you had to make time for this, where you were able to make relationships with new people and get inspired by what they're doing or their ideas or their feedback to have these experiences that you're going to hold on to forever. And I think that is unbelievably powerful, unbelievably transformative. And there are things that you will experience that you are going to reference back to and reflect back to and use sometimes when you're struggling as a resource to say, wow, I remember when I felt this way in this place with these people eating this food, experiencing this thing. It's just that transformation immediately back to that time. And that is so, so unbelievably powerful and just really positive. And you can't get that if you don't step outside of your comfort zone, though. I completely agree. The other thing I've noticed is um, from my retreats, the relationships that are formed between people is really beautiful, like genuine friendships, mastermind groups, all sorts of ways that people support each other come from this because you're in this incubator type environment where you get to really know people, get to see their personality style, what they're passionate about, how you, both of your passions can maybe benefit one another in, in some sort of business context. And there's, there are just things that get formed because you are in an incubator that simply cannot take place outside of that incubator. You can only go so far just on social media, right? You need those, those real experiences with, with people where you're just sitting there and having conversations, drinking coffee in the morning when you're in your jammies and you're all staying in the same house or whatever. Just the, the intimacy that gets created out of these is really cool. 
I was talking to some of the people that came to my retreat in Cabo and they, there are two different mastermind groups that have gotten formed from that, that I know of right now. And hearing what they're doing is inspiring the shit out of me just for making me want to continue to do these things and create this kind of space for people because they're really encouraging each other. And it's empowering to have other people stand behind you and say like, you can do it. Or have you thought about this? Amazing. It's yeah. Positive. It is positive. amazing. And, you know, these relationships get formed because, you know, we so often think about, we need CEUs, we need training and we go to these trainings and they're boring and they're grueling and it's just slideshow after slideshow. And you're just trying to get through the damn day so you can get your CEUs and go home or go back to your hotel room. But to be able to be immersed in, like you said, a small incubator where you're around like-minded people and maybe someone is doing the exact same thing as you, but doing it differently. And you're picking each other's brains about, ooh, I tried this and it didn't work. Oh, but have you tried it this way? Or have you considered this option? And it's just really wonderful because that energy is kinetic. And it's like, we always talk about iron sharpens iron. And like, if you surround yourself with people who are doing things and helping you grow, it's going to help you step outside your comfort zone, even though you're still scared to do so, because you know that you have these people who are in your corner rooting you on, offering you advice, supporting your ideas. And our mastermind got formed in that way. And I think it's really crucial for everyone to have a group where they can connect and bounce ideas off one another and offer feedback and critique in a way that's positive and supporting each other's growth, knowing like we can all be doing these things and be successful and we don't have to like cut each other down or, you know, be envious or jealous or insecure about the other. And it's just a really wonderful thing to witness. And the thing that lights me up is like when we were in Ireland, there were a couple of moments, but one of these moments was just so spontaneous. And it was the moment when our tour guide took us off the beaten path onto that secluded Irish beach. And like we made those Irish coffees and those whiskeys. And then they were teaching everyone hurling on the beach. And I was just looking around everyone's faces and it was just pure, unadulterated joy. And yeah. I was thinking to myself, I was like, this is one of those moments that I no, I will remember for the rest of my life. And I am quite sure that a lot of other people on that beach were feeling the same way. And you never would get that if you weren't able to step outside of your comfort zone and say, I'm going to go on this experience where I don't know anybody. A lot of people didn't even know me as the host. They just maybe heard of me from here and there. And I'm going to invest resources into this, get to a different country, go on this event, be around people that I don't know for five days. And it was really, really wonderful. Yeah, uh, it, I was there. It was wonderful. And I will say one of my favorite pictures of me of just having fun was on that beach with me hurling. I look like an absolute buffoon, but I was having the best dang time. And yeah, we were we were making Irish coffees out of the back of somebody's car with a little propane tank on the beach. And it was absolutely amazing. Again, that's the off the beaten path stuff kind of that I was talking about, those moments that you walk away with where we're like going to a parade in Ireland on St. Patrick's Day, amazing. Having this weird random shit happen on a beach in Ireland, that is priceless. <laughs> you know, that's the stuff that really sticks in your brain. I agree. And it's so hard to be able to have experiences like that if you can't form well as a group too. Like mm -hmm. there is enough of letting your guard down 
to be able to run on the beach and look, to use your words, like a buffoon running down the beach hurling. And it's amazing when people start to connect that way because they're growing together and you're seeing a lot of vulnerability, a lot of insecurity, a lot of perfectionism, a lot of imposter syndrome, a lot of fearfulness being talked about in those coaching groups and those small discussions and those training sessions. And then everyone starts to form and the group starts to get each other's backs and everyone starts to lift each other up. And you may share something really vulnerable and someone in the moment may offer support or feedback or applaud you for your courage or come up to you after and check in with you about how you're doing. And then those relationships solidify as positive connections that you are going to hold on to for the rest of your life. And for me, before COVID hit, I've talked about this. I wanted to become a travel coach. It's not, a th- I don't think it's a thing, but I wanted it to be a thing where I helped helpers step away from their businesses and travel, have local experiences, immerse themselves in culture, get away from the nine to five because helpers traditionally and notoriously are not good at practicing what they preach, right? Like it's like right. self-care, 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 but I don't do it. I just tell people that it's a good thing that they should be doing. And then COVID hit and I pivoted to private practice coaching and you know, the rest has been history for two years, but really that was the passion because I know how powerful it is to do that and to go into a small pub in Ireland and just talk to the locals or like get to know the person who's trying to get their coffee shop off the ground and just follow them on Instagram. Like those are the things for me that are so inspiring long-term because you can circle back to those connections and say like, holy shit, that was, that was incredible. and. I don't think you can put a price on that because you almost can't force those types of things. You just have to be open to them and be curious. And being curious allows you to just kind of go deeper than just staying above the surface. And I think there's something really powerful too in having a group that are all therapists because I think there's an instant level of trust, maybe not deep trust, but there, there's at least a surface level of trust where I'm willing to usually be a little more vulnerable, a little more honest. I'm, I'm willing to, you know, go to a, a pub with you and have drinks, even though I don't really know you yet. Yep. You know, there's a little hack um, that allows you to, to go into those situations because we are all therapists. And I think there's something really powerful in sitting in space with other people because we work in 50 minute increments of time. And even though you may be in an office with a huge group practice, um, you probably don't hardly talk to anyone all day other than hi, because you write your notes, you pee, and then you got to get back to it again. And so the it's like an illusion of connection without really being connected. Whereas again, going into these incubator type environments, you get to actually connect have the conversations you want to be curious about things. It's a really beautiful space that um, that gets created out of that, I think, because we do have that shortcut because we are all mental health professionals. True. Very true. And the vulnerability that exists is real. You know, the mm-hmm. vulnerability in showing up. I'm thinking about one of the attendees in Ireland who had just graduated from grad school and was like, I'm going to go to this retreat and I'm going to do this for me because I'm proud of my accomplishment. And you know, not in business yet, not in private practice yet, doesn't even know if they want to go into private practice, but willing to try something like that out, I thought that was really cool. And I do think you're right. There is a shortcut to saying like, we know the icebreakers and the connection routine and all that fun stuff. And then, you know, 
when you do check-ins with therapists, it's uh, you got to brace for a two-hour event. So it's one of those things <laughs> where we don't often get to talk about ourselves very often because of the nature of the work that we do. And I think it's really wonderful to go into these events as a host and a participant to look around the room throughout the duration of the time and to see the, the groups and the friendships forming, the people going off to go do things together, the people spending time together, picking each other's brains. And it always happens. There's little, little groups that form and little cliques that form and they stay friends long-term. And it's just really, really cool to witness. And, you know, I, I keep circling back to the Ireland experience for me. It was probably one of the most transformational things I've ever done in my life to be able to host it and see it through. And I took a lot of risks in that, like never been to the venue or been to the area, even though I've been to Ireland many times, never tried the food that was catered. Didn't know if the music was going to suck. Tour guide could have been terrible and everything worked out wonderfully. I don't know if I recommend that for all of you listening who want to host events. Like some of you are going to need more assurance that like things are going to be okay. But that risk was worth the reward for me. And it was just really, really wonderful. And the night that we had music at the venue after St. Patrick's Day, I was watching everyone in the room because, you know, I was definitely not dancing, but I was watching everyone who was dancing and everyone smiling and just having a good time. And you could see people's personalities really, really coming out. Could have been the Guinness too, but, you know, it was uh, very wonderful to witness. And for me, that was just really inspiring. Yeah. And I think, you know, next year we have four retreats planned in 2023 together. Um, and I was thinking of that off the beaten path stuff. And I know you love Anthony Bourdain and it's kind of like trying to give people Anthony Bourdain like experiences, but with the safety of a group of people that you feel comfortable with, which that combination together of like, I really want to do this kind of stuff that I see on TV where they land in these weird places and it seems amazing, but it's also scary as shit to do that. And so having someone curate that for you and then have other people that are like-minded go on that journey with you is it's a way to step out of your comfort zone but kind of safely step out of your comfort zone as well i think too totally. for a lot of people mm -hmm. i agree 100 percent, and that's what these experiences are that jennifer and i are um partnering on is it's the curation of the experience it's like we want to yeah we don't want to just serve you food we want to go with intentionality and find the restaurants that are locally owned and have a story behind them and are delicious and share meals together. We want to go on excursions and tours and experiences to places that are off the beaten path. Like in Ireland, we went to a town that people in Ireland who live there don't even know exists. And like the things that we're going to do in Spain and in Portugal and Asheville, like just doing things that locals do. I mm -hmm. think that is so important because it gives you a true sense of the community and it allows you to know that life is so vast and there's all this complexity and there are all these people doing these wonderful things all throughout the world and you never get to see that if you stick to the tourist route. And I understand why people do that, but I just think that it's really important. Like the day we went zip lining at your conference in Cabo and, you know, I know you didn't want to. Zip line upside down. I'll give you shit for that for a little while. But I mean, just going and doing things like that together out in the middle of nowhere in the jungle in Cabo, like that was a lot of fun. And it was just a really good time to to just experience life. Mm -hmm. 
It reminds me um, when it's, you know, when they say like core memory unlocked or core memory, you know, being implanted, it reminds me of those moments, you know, like seeing your face or another gal Cherish was, was with us. And you were upside down on the zip line at one point. I was most certainly not going to, I am a 48 year old grandma. Like I am not going upside down on the zip line. Yes. Patrick is showing me a picture of him upside down on the zip line. He's printed out. But in my memory, like I think about the pure joy that I saw on both of your faces, like when you were going backwards, it, it made me happy. Like I, I got to belly laugh. I got to feel a lot of joy. And again, life in the day-to-day can be really hard, but getting away and getting time to to just be playful and have fun is also important. Um, I'm actually really excited. I'm a TikToker. I mean, Patrick gives me shit about it, but I, I am that friend that will send you TikToks. If I love you, you are going to get a TikTok from me from time to time. But I am on travel TikTok. So I always find these like weird, random things and I'll send them to Patrick. I'm like, we got to do that. We got to do that. We got to do that. I mean, the planet's big. We got a lot to explore before we die. List is getting quite long, but it's exciting because, you know, I think that six or seven years ago, I made a Facebook post that I that came up in my memories the other day that was like, if I, I said something about how much I love traveling and travel planning, if I could figure out a way to get paid for this, that would be the dream. And that was what it was. It was a, it was definitely a pipe dream. For this to have become a reality shows you how our skills as mental health professionals and entrepreneurs are applicable in so many different arenas outside of the therapy room. And I hope that it helps others that are listening know that it doesn't have to always be one-on-one therapy. If you want it to be, that's fantastic. But if you don't, there are a lot of options out there and ways that you can help people connect. Because that's really what I think this is about helping people connect. I think we feel so disconnected so often to just be able to have these experiences. And sadly, I think that's also why so many people have that crash afterwards of like, oh, I'm riding this high. I feel really good. I feel really positive. This was so inspiring. Fuck, I've got to go back to my nine to five or my day to day. And there's sadness in that. There's grief. But I think that grief is important because it allows us to know that there are those moments and those opportunities to live uninhibited. And it's really, really exciting to be able to offer. I agree. And when you mentioned, you know, that you'd written something seven years ago, um, I'm thinking back because I just found an article. My husband is going through this thing where he wants everything in the house, like every room, every closet, everything has to be gone through in case one day we die, our kids have to go through it. And he wants them not to have to go through crap we don't need safe. I don't know why he's got to be in his bonnet, but we're going with it. And I found an article that was written um, about me right after I got back from South Africa because I lived there for a while. And in that article, I had written that my dream job, if I could if I could create whatever job I wanted, it would be to take people around the world and allow them to see the behind the scenes of the way people live. And I think about how that dream had been tucked in there because I just got busy doing the grind. And really the retreats and the things that we are doing now is that manifestation of that dream that got tucked in my heart all those years ago and how beautiful it is. And I'm really glad I actually found the article. He made me clean out the damn closet. But um, it was a reminder that, you know, those things don't go away. Those little dreams that you have, these visions that you have, and it might not be for in this moment, but if it's a dream and it's worth it, you'll find a way to pursue it. Like your, your, your system will find a way to make it happen. I love that. That's wonderful. And, you know, I don't think 
I think neither of us take this for granted. Like there's a lot of privilege in our ability to say, we're going to go do these things and create these experiences. And that's why during these experiences, we're also trying really hard to make some affordability built in for people who would not get to have them. And that really is important to both of us. So, you know, I think it's important to, that's a good way for me to stay grounded and and just, you know, assess my values too. And we have a bunch of stuff coming up. Like we just co-wrote a retreat planners like manual that we're going to publish and yeah. which is exciting as hell. And what do we have this year? New Orleans, Spain, Asheville, and Portugal. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty exciting to have cool, desirable places within our country and then cool, desirable international destinations that people can come and join us in. And, you know, I think for those of you who are thinking co co-hosting, running things together, how does that work? We are very different. And that's a good thing for this because Jen has spreadsheets for her spreadsheets. And I have all these like whimsical, romanticized ideas, and then we can come together and kind of find the middle ground. And it's really wonderful to be able to trust someone to support you with your aligned vision. And it's not always probably going to be easy because traveling is messy and traveling can be painful, but it's such a beautiful thing to be able to um, do together. And it's brought us really close as friends and colleagues. And it's just really exciting to see where, where the rest of the year and the next couple of years are going to go. I love what we do together so much because the responsibility is shared. I get to enjoy it more because Even though on the surface, honestly, I hear this from people all the time. I just want to be able to do what you guys do and travel all the time. And it looks way more glamorous than what the behind the scenes actually is because there's a shit ton of work that goes into this. And not that it's not worth it. It's worth it. But there's a shit ton of work. And having that divide and conquer and also um, sharing the financial risk and all of that, it's made this a lot more fun without a doubt. I agree. And I do think, you know, I so often talk about on this podcast, you know, the behind the scenes stuff, because that's the important stuff, in my opinion, the messiness of it all. And, you know, just before we started recording today, we were talking about logistics for New Orleans because I've been anxious about New Orleans coming out of surgery for my throat surgery and some other stuff. And it's just like, I want people to have a good experience. They've paid a lot of money. We need to like really make this, you know, happen for these folks. And it's very helpful to have Jennifer who's like, okay, I'm going to put this all in the spreadsheet and we're going to look at it from this perspective. And, you know, that's, it's very calming. So, but yeah, it, it's, it's a lot of fun, but it is a lot of work. And I think if those of you are thinking about retreat planning or hosting events or summits or conferences, like it is very rewarding, but I don't think you're not going to be anxious until the event is over. And then maybe you're going to send the feedback surveys and you're going to be anxious again. Um, I think the intentionality and just wanting people to have a good experience and get their money's worth and and get that value. And that scares me a bit about Ireland 2023. I'm like, can I duplicate what we did in 2022? Like that was so remarkably just amazing and 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 powerful. And like one one thing could throw this off, you know. But ultimately, it's just a new group of people to to get to share these experiences with. And I really love that. So I'm looking yeah. forward to what we've got to to plan together and we've got some cool stuffs in store for 2024. Jennifer and I are 
very fortunate enough and, and privileged enough and lucky enough to go to Europe for a month this year to do recon for a retreat. And our partners are both somehow willing to just be like, go do it. And we are going to go check out Greece and Italy and Southern Spain and Portugal and really have some cool stuff in store for everyone in 2024 as well. I, I, I cannot wait. Like, sometimes I just think I can't believe I get to live this life. Like, I don't take it for granted because I know life can change on a, you know, on a dime. Um, but sometimes I, I do. I just have those moments where I think I'm really lucky and I am so freaking thankful. The other thing is you and I did marry the right partners for sure, because our partners both work for the federal government. They've got like good, consistent income with those federal benefits. Like we definitely lucked out in the spouse department for sure. Yeah. I agree. Ariel, I love you. Thank you so much. Um, Daryl, I love then, you too. It's just, it's a lot. And I think that their support is, is, is helpful as well. And, you know, I want to just quickly talk about some options that we have that are still available for 2023 for those of you listening, because unfortunately, New Orleans, Ireland, and Spain are all sold out. Jennifer, I think you may still have spots for your Alaskan cruise in June. Uh, no, I don't. That's, that's sold out too. Okay. That's um, we have a retreat in Asheville, North Carolina in August, which is specifically for people who want to host and plan retreats. This is not for anyone who's like, eh, I'm considering it. It's like, you know, you want to do it. You want to get your idea off the ground. You want to leave that experience idea in hand, mapped out, ready to go, ready to uh, promote, ready to sell. And then we also have a marketing retreat in Portugal in October with a few spots left. And that's going to be specifically geared towards really cool, creative ways to market your, your ideas. Spend less time with your butt in the seat. Spend less time doing clinical work and just really trying to figure out cool, creative ways to market yourself without feeling like a sleazy car salesperson and just being really authentically you and just really tapping into the skills that you have and highlighting them and really putting them out to the world. So we rented an entire farm in Portugal, 20 minutes outside of Lisbon, and we're going to go on day trips and do photo music shows and go to Sintra. And Jen really wants to see these amazing Moorish castles out there. So yes, I do. do all of that. And all of our retreats offer MBCCCEs because we're helping professional development and helping you grow and helping you figure out the emotional side of being a mental health therapist and entrepreneur. Mm hmm. One of the things I love about what we did with Portugal specifically, when we both saw this location, you found it and you shared it with me. Both of us had this vision of how cool is this going to be? Because not only are there private rooms, but there are enough of the shared spaces that we can make this very affordable for people who are new, who need to focus on marketing and, you know, want to start living these experiences and, and getting the opportunity to have that like in an affordable way. That's one of the things I really love that we did with Portugal because we both had that in mind as soon as we saw it. We knew that this would be the perfect opportunity for someone who was on a tighter budget to be able to do something like this. Yeah, and that's that's really important when this is all said and done. And we do have BIPOC discounts as well because we really want to make sure those of you who don't have access to the same resources or advantages who have marginalized identities are able to come on these events because we need you out there sharing your ideas and we need you out there creating your visions and, and pursuing your goals. So Portugal should be a blast. And then 
we've got some exciting news for 2024 that we're going to keep under wraps until we get it finalized. But it's been a hell of a journey and it's only year one. So I'm really excited to see where this goes. Yeah, me too. I can't wait. Y'all come join us on a retreat. I promise we're a lot of fun to hang out with. (laughs) We will happily take you around and show you the local side of things and just really ensure that you feel like not only did you get your money's worth, but you came away with friends, connections, resources, and just a new outlook on things. Some way to kind of jumpstart and re-energize your career. And it did that for me. And I really do believe in the power of travel. And I took this picture off my wall, which is a picture of Anthony Bourdain. It was probably one of my most um, inspiring human beings that was in my life as, as someone that I really, really looked up to. And the quote says, travel changes you. As you move through this life in this world, you change things slightly. You leave marks behind, however small. And in return, life and travel leaves marks on you. And I agree with that 100%. And I just really buy into the power of, of movement and travel and new experience. And I hope that this was helpful for everyone. If you want to start a retreat, if you want to come on a retreat, please contact us. We're going to be doing a lot of these things together in 2023, 2024, and beyond. And uh, really looking forward to everything this all has to offer. And Jennifer, just tell the audience where they can find more of what you offer because you do coaching and and a bunch of other stuff that you've got going on too. Yeah, my website is counselingcommunity.com. And I also run a podcast called Shit You Wish You Learned in Grad School, um, which is actually what I call it behind the scenes. So that's why I titled the podcast that. But if you find the website, you'll find links to all the social media stuff as well. And again, Jen is a, Jen excels at the the strategic thinking and planning and just structural stuff that a lot of our brains just don't do well with. I promise you, if you need guidance with any of that and you need someone who can help you think bigger and grow, highly recommend Jennifer for coaching. Um, and she's also on all the social media channels too. For myself, you can go to allthingspractice.com. And the All Things Private Practice podcast comes out every Sunday morning. Like, download, subscribe, and share. It's on all major platforms. Doubt yourself. Do it anyway. Join us in Asheville or Portugal. And I will see you next week. Thanks, Jen. Bye. Thank you. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.